0: As quickly as you can, snatch the pebble from my
1: hand. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave.
0: Now stand to greet your sensei, Sweet Tooth Jump. Right on. Ah! So you ain't playing. protecting your body Super a lot of Step to, the left. Step to the right like it's all right jump, jump. a lot of that actually translates now into fighting um I I did competitive gymnastics my whole life um I cheered I was varsity cheerleading varsity soccer freshman year at high school Um, competed heavily and so that work ethic really translated you know because the fight game is different it takes a different it's not just athletic ability but it's mental strength and it's all these other components that come into it uh, that just don't have to do with your physical attributes
1: what's up dragons it's your boy roy rob i sat down with my homie desert cray i got a special one coming so get ready but before we do that let's pay some bills this week's episode is brought to you by logic martial arts if you are in the st louis area and you're interested in learning self-defense you can reach brian davis with logic martial arts at 618-304-9568 now let's get into some martial arts welcome back welcome back i am here your host roy rob welcome dragons all of you out there i have a special one coming your way i am excited to announce a very good friend of mine all the way from st louis missouri living now on the west coast and she'll get into a lot of that but welcome to enter the last dragon welcome desiree what's up des
0: hey what's up homie
1: how you doing
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. Just working and grinding and fighting and all kind of crazy stuff.
1: Oh wow! Oh wow! So so, yeah. I always ask first. This is the first thing you have to tell me. What is your fighting name? Everyone has a name.
0: So I'm gonna put a little shout out and put a little shout out to my friend Maya. Back all the way in the day in high school. She called me Desa Cray, <laughs> and she called me Cray because I'm kind of crazy, you know, and I, my team, I told my team that one day, and they're like, you know what, we're going to call you Desert
1: Cray. <laughs> hey, that's live. That's live. Desert Cray, that's live. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's kind of funny because I was like Cray before Cray became Cray,
1: you know what i mean? Right, 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 <laughs> right, Cray, cara- hey, everybody knew that. I put some karate, Ooh. Cray, I got you, I love it. Yeah. All right, so, so. Tell us who you are. All right. So yeah. my my listeners are very familiar with the fighters. This is you're the first female fighter on the show. Shout right. out to you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so yeah. tell me so you won't be the last. You will you will always have a place in a home or enter the last dragon. But tell us about you. Who are you? Where are you from? Let's know some things.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty much a unicorn, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> You no, know, I grew up. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I went to Lindbergh High School. Uh, my dad is from Missouri. He was in Marine. He's an ex-Marine, uh, Special Forces. My mom is from the Philippines, um, who lives in California, where I am at now. Um, and she's the epitome of starting from nothing and just building something great. And she's a huge motivation to me. Um, and yeah, so I spent my life in California and California growing up just back and forth. And, and in 2013, I decided to like pick up and move out to California, just start fresh. And yeah, it's been a journey, uh, for the last six, seven years, but I picked up Muay Thai probably three years ago and kickboxing. Wow. Yeah, um, I'm a financial advisor at Morgan Stanley and wow. I, I have a pretty progressive team out here and mm-hmm. got a little guy who's eight um also introducing him into jiu jitsu and martial arts which he really loves it awesome and, uh, yeah man i'm just doing my thing i'm i'm fighting i'm coming up here november 23rd i'm gonna fight in san diego for a title second title um and uh yeah i'm ready to rock it man i've been working
1: hey. so hard. That's awesome. November when? And what's the name of the fight card? Tell me all of that.
0: Yeah. So I'm not familiar with this card. I can't give you the, the, the name, the promotion offhand. Um, uh, but it is November 23rd in San Diego. And my okay. coach told me today, actually, he's going to secure his, the opponent uh, this week. It'll be for a U.S. Adam Waite title. Okay, um, I currently hold one with lion fight, which is a pretty big promotion, um, in the Muay Thai world. And I, I, I won that in Vegas, um, at the Adam Wade at one twelve. Nice. And Nice. Uh, yeah. So I'm going nice. to go for another belt and then next wow. year, yeah, next year I might go for the world title and go pro and we'll not, you know, you never know glory, something maybe uh, on the horizon. I don't know. Hey,
1: you could do it. So, um, I have never. Like so, my my background has always been Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but I've always seen the Muay Thai fighters because my school and team Vagi has always been Muay Thai fighters with just learning MMA, and so uh, it's very interesting to know how tough. Like you see movies about it, but Muay Thai <laughs> fighters are so freaking tough. Now, how does you, how did you get into kickboxing and freaking Muay Thai? What the
0: heck? Yeah. yeah, you know it's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting story, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, and my root faith, and and I believe everything happens for a reason, and and uh, I kind of just fell on it, and it just came into my life, and this gym that I go to is called Combat Sports Academy. Mm -hmm. Um, very large, one of the top striking gyms in the U S right in North America. We've got UFC fighters, Bellator fighters, um, jujitsu. I mean, it's just a really great place. And I learned about the CrossFit team from my friend. And so he was like, yeah, come through, like, let's do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down at the time. I was just, I was going to do a competition body comp yeah and the owner was like yo des like your son just jujitsu like you should do a boxing class he's like let me hold for you and i was like all right so he held for me a few times he's like yeah you're like you're kind of good <laughs> i don't know like i've cheered my whole life like, <laughs> soccer i'm like not that kind like i'm the kind that like i don't fuck with you if you don't fuck with me kind of excuse my language right and oh, you're good, yeah. he, He was just like, just you should try this out. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try it out. And the next thing you know, like I'm fully immersed. And I fought probably my first year a few times. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to take it to the next level. I'm just going to give it 100%, you know? And three years later, here I am. uh, You know, I was undefeated until my last fight uh, a couple months ago in Vegas. I fought a really tough opponent. She was like 30 fights deep you know amateur
1: I mean, steel 30 fights what?
0: yeah she was a boxer and um pretty i mean she's just a tough chick man and yeah. uh and i had it was great it was a good challenge for me and like honestly i needed it to take it to the next level um, it. but that's kind of how i got into it man and i just i just said you know what i'm gonna just do this then <laughs> that's
1: that's excellent good for you so now i have about what you've experienced. Is this your first martial arts in general? Have you trained anything prior to this?
0: Never, I have never ever trained anything. Um, Did you play
1: sports in high school?
0: I did, I was really competitive in the sports. And I think a lot of that actually translates now into fighting. Um, I I did competitive gymnastics my whole life. Um, I cheered, I was varsity cheerleading, varsity soccer freshman year at high school. Uh, Um, competed heavily. And so that worth work ethic really translated, you know, because the fight game is different. It takes a different, it's not just athletic ability, but it's mental strength. And it's all these other components that come into it, um, that just don't have to do with your physical attributes, you know, that's
1: a nugget. So into the last dragon dragons out there, check out what she just said. She talked about other components other than just your physical, the mental. There's also the the understanding of your opponent. There's all these different components more than just how how good your endurance is or how physically strong or your attributes are or even just the knowledge of what you're doing. Right. So go, go, go a little bit into that. Like, how did you decide you wanted to have your first fight? Like how what happened?
0: Yeah. Um, well my coach is um I have to say my coach is I-, I owe a lot of my success to him because he pushes me in ways that I can't even I-, I can't even thank him enough because a lot of times it's like Des, we're gonna do this. Everybody can get it. Like we've trained, we've done the work, we've put it all in, and there's nothing more that you can learn, you know, in this time frame that we haven't already prepared for. And at this juncture right now, you are where you need to be. And you have to believe in your mind, that's where you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and we have this whole mentality at the gym. It's fuck fear, no fear, uh, or no fear, (laughs) but fuck fear. Right. We have (laughs) like shirts and there are these logos and it's great. And, um, and yeah, you have to be aware of fear, but you can't let it overcome you. And, um, we have a guy, this, he's like a hypnotic like, healer, um, and he will say, like, look fear in the face and say, fuck you, you know? Like, I got wow. this. And it's weird, because I, I competed. Um, can you hear me? Sorry. Yes, it's okay. Okay. Um, every time I've ever competed, I've always never thought about the act of competing or performing until I stepped in the ring. I mean, I literally tried to remove from my brain, I'm scared, I can't do this, I doubt myself, I whatever, until I step in the ring and I turn every single fight, I look at my coach and I say, are we about to do this? <laughs> and he laughs. And I don't know what it is, but it's just a thing. I turn, and that's how I deal with it, you know? Yeah. I try not to psych myself out or overthink about my emotions or whatever. And it really, again, my last fight I had, man, I didn't It had a lot to do with how I performed my last two rounds where I needed a really... And you look back, and you're like, wow, like, I shouldn't have done that, or I should have done this. But, you know, you can't dwell on that stuff either and let it affect right. the next journey. So right. Yeah. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. And, and people, I've, we have amazing athletes in my gym. I mean, some world title, uh, world champions and some things that they go through is crazy to me because when I look at them, I'm like, you're so amazing right. and you're so talented. And, but yet we all have our own doubts about ourselves and our own weaknesses and you, yeah, you got to learn how to get over it. And it's hard. It's hard.
1: How is the culture at your Wonderful. Cali has the best weather. <laughs> it's not even fair. <laughs> so, but, but I can imagine people a little bit happier. Yes. Kind of happy all the time. How's yeah. the culture at the gym?
0: For sure. For sure. I would say, I mean, it's a melting pot. A lot of people, it's hard to find people that are actually from California, local, you know, born and raised native Californians. Um, but I truly understand why people don't leave this state because there's so much to do. There's so many great things. There's so many ways to live your life better. And I would say just moving from Missouri to California, like just like, like you know, fried chicken and greens, you know, all this good <laughs> southern food, and being out here and like, you know, the green section is like the small. <laughs> <laughs> are more about holistic living. And I think that makes you a little happier, too, when you're more conscious about what you put in your body and how you treat yourself. And it's a, it's a pretty dope vibe out here. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: a dope vibe. So what and about I, the I, gym actually, culture?
0: Oh, so the gym culture, yeah, I think that what? translates. I mean, we have people from all over the world that come to our gym. Um, we have Kanako, who came here from Japan, and she does she trains here. We have people from Thailand. Wow. And so we are super welcoming, right? um mm-hmm. the ethic there too is like you you got to grind like you got to grind and if you don't grind you're not going to get the respect
1: all and right. people
0: see that you know what i mean but if you are if you work hard and you're a grinder you know you get all love and i would say that we have one of the largest women's teams um in in most of these gyms out here and that there's a lot of politics in that but i would say it's super strong as far as like how we support each other and the women are just so great and great athletes and the guys come from all over and they get their ass whipped by us too. So it's all so great.
1: Yeah, it's (laughs) hilarious.
0: But yeah, man, we have fun. The culture is good and we we uplift each other and when things, I mean, it's a family, you know, it's truly, I would say a little family.
1: Do you, um, do you find, it um, or, or really, have you heard any of your counterparts, any any of your female counterparts um, telling you other. Co- it's just that great. You know what I mean? Where you can. like What was the other experiences of the lady who came from Japan? Um, can, do you notice the difference that the things there? Because I wonder is like, even though. The sport has evolved for mixed martial arts, for martial arts in general, Muay Thai, all the above, there's still sexism out there. And it would be yeah. nice to have a perspective from that for a lot of those female listeners that might tune in now today to say, I'm interested in fighting too. But these are the things I probably should look out for, the things I should think about. So it'd be good to hear yeah. it from from your perspective.
0: Sure. And and I'll and I'll give it to you really raw, right? Because um, People know Des. I don't. I don't have a filter, right? And <laughs> right. I don't give a fuck. That's one thing about me. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I would say this: um, it is hard for women fighters out here. Uh, the UFC is great. They have a lot of really good athletes. A lot of, and I would say there is a part of the entertainment side that. That's there, right? And sometimes, sometimes your athletic ability—I'm trying to think how to say this. Sometimes your athletic ability doesn't always matter because you might be a cute girl. Mm. That's not—that's not to say everybody does that, and that's the entire culture of a female fighter. Because I feel like I'm cute, but I'll still whip your ass. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And so, but it exists. It does exist. And I would say that if you're a woman and you're in this industry, I would get some guidance, you know, from someone that you can trust to help you navigate how to get fights and what promotions to go for and how to get paid and what does that look like. And, right. uh, you know, and I give my coach big props, man, because we have a huge woman's team and he looks out for, for all of us. And I would say too that, you know, you know, you get into the, it's a very uh, touchy uh, sport too, right? Um, So when you're a female and you're maybe rolling or, you know, you're, you're wrestling or whatever, you know, you become attracted to these people because you're in contact with them all the time. But I would say to the ladies out there that focus on the end goal, focus on why you're actually there, because you can, there's a lot of good looking guys and there's a lot of, you know what I mean? And, and you don't want to develop that, 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 you know you don't want to be that girl you know what I'm saying because word travels fast and and you want people to respect you for your athletic capability instead of your sex appeal right Um, now granted sex appeal is a is a big part of it man I mean my coach even you know like sex sells and that's why our gym is so popular girls are hot you know what I'm saying and but (laughs) yeah I mean he keeps us grounded man like he I'm telling you like there's been some people through and he'll be like hey You know, I just want you to know, you know, and he'll keep us in check. So you you don't always have that. They don't always have that at every gym.
1: Yeah. So and then what about like a person who is just starting out? Would you uh, what would you want you to say to yourself day one before you got into it? What is some wise words that you would give your day one self?
0: Put your head down and grind. I said, put your head down and grind. That's it. That's real. That's it. I don't, I truly believe you don't focus on anything else that's around you. You don't focus on the politics. You don't focus on the drama because there is drama, you know? I mean, it's a family. You, you have people around you and they affect your life. And I would say, who cares what anybody thinks? Who cares if you're an amateur? Who cares if you know nothing? You know, if you just put your head down, grind, focus on getting better, Right. Right. The guy that does 10,000 reps of one kick is going to become an expert at that one kick instead of that person that does 10,000 of 10 different things, right. you know, mixed up. Yeah. So you have to focus on one thing at a time, perfect it, move on, implement it, put your head down and grind. And that's now,
1: it. I love that you said that. That was another jewel. Okay. She said one focus, concentrate. Dragons out there. That is an amazing jewel she just gave you. I would say your favorite move has to be that dang on front kick. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Just the beast team, Mo. baby. Beast mode,
1: beast mode, yeah. beast mode. Is there is that your favorite is that your favorite move?
0: Yeah. Um it's become kind of my signature thing. Uh yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't I don't know why um my coach was just like, wow, you do this really good and you need to keep practicing it. And so at home, at the gym, it's just rep on rep on rep on rep. And it is one of the best underutilized tools, I think, in MMA also,
1: because yeah. people
0: get scared of getting taken down, right? Yeah, yeah. But But it's because they're not doing it properly. But it is one of the most underutilized tools, I believe. If you're dealing with an aggressive fighter, if you're Dealing with somebody that, you know, you want to control a situation, um, that is a perfect tool. And, yeah, I've, I, I, I'm proud of my um, you know What do you call it? What did you
1: call, did call it? That, you call it call a teep?
0: teep? Yeah, T-E-E-P. It's
1: okay, T. Okay. And
0: you can teep the leg, you can teep the shoulder, you can teep the stomach. You know, there's many ways you can use the teep. Um You can use it from an offensive, a defensive. It's a great tool it
1: and, reminds me of a jab like the for boxing it reminds me of this jab like you keep i see you backing people up like boom boom yeah. and i'm like oh my god it's, she's like using her leg yep
0: yeah it's a great tool and and i frustrated a lot of people with that tool you know i i mean they're like oh you're doing this on purpose well yeah i'm doing it on purpose and you know, in fights, especially in the amateur world, because girls come in hot. You know what I mean? They come in yeah. hot. And 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 so I use that a lot of times to be like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah slow down. down. Yeah.
1: You ain't in control. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh yeah, I mean, I've flown girls across the ring, and that's that's fun. Like, wow. I mean, it's a it's a kind of cool feeling. So yeah. Uh, just-
1: so so dragons, I have something special. I have to know. Yeah, but I was a fan of John claude Viden Dam, so I would watch a lot of his stuff. And Kickboxer was, of course, one of my favorite movies. But there was a ritual. And I think a lot of people who don't know about the ritual that happens inside the ring, it'd be a good time to hear from someone who's actually practiced it. I saw you show or showcase it. I've seen it on Instagram. Shout out to your marketing. You do an excellent job on that, on IG. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. tell, tell my listeners about this ritual. What is that?
0: Yeah, so I think what you're referring to is called a Y crew. Um, and in, in Thailand, uh, they're very, very superstitious people, right? Not so much religious, but spiritually, they're very superstitious. And so it's kind of a dance um, that you do before you fight. And it gives homage. It gives homage to your gym. It gives homage to your coach. It gives homage to whatever you may believe in up above, right? before you fight, it's a sign of respect. And there's not one really way that you have to do your white crew. Some gyms have a white crew, especially for their gym and for their crew. And some people do it because they have fancy ones to intimidate essentially their opponent. And, um, but more so you want to cleanse the ring. It's a great time for you to warm up also your body and kind of get the nerves out. Um, and so that's really, that's really what it is. Everybody's is different, right? And yeah. um, some, some people will walk around the ring and they will go to their opponent's side and stomp on their side. And they're like, oh shit, like they're very busy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and in traditional Thai fights, the white crew can be kind of long, but here in America, um, they've shortened it down dramatically because it takes too much time between fights um, but I try to do something special, just what means to me and, um, yeah, it's a really, it's a really cool process and there's special music that goes with it, uh, traditional Thai music. And, uh, some people find it very annoying, but for me, it's very therapeutic. Um, so yeah, that's what it is. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Another one thing too, that you do when you do your white crew is you have a, a Mong Kong and it's kind of like a headband that you wear And uh, you wear the Mong Kong. It's given to you by your crew, by your coach. And it it symbolizes, you know, the journey that you've gone through in the Muay Thai. Some of them are really extravagant. And once you do your Y crew, you come back to your coach. He kind of prays over you, takes it off, and then you're ready to fight.
1: That's awesome. That is awesome. Excellent definition. I think I might, uh, when I'm editing this, I might have somebody actually doing it. Maybe I can get yours. And I can yeah. get you going around the ring. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. So so um, tell us more now about what's next. Like you told me you're a mom. You got a, a a wonderful son that you're exposing to this beautiful art of martial arts. Thank God mom's out there like you exist. Because uh, my mom was that same way. I got exposed yeah. as a young kid. Um, you are a business professional. You uh great uh teammates and a great place to work out so tell us what's next what do you think
0: ah yeah man i'm not not a picture and uh i'm I'm building my business and um you know at times i'm gonna give up and i'm tired and you know there's there's a lot that goes in that people don't realize and and i i would say to anybody you can definitely do it there's a lot of struggle that goes in and and sometimes i i'm like you know what maybe i should put this on the break but i have recently got another kind of breath of motivation, right? I've been praying a lot and saying to myself, give myself some motivation. And and I think, I, you know, I might take this pro. Um, I might take the kickboxing and the Muay Thai pro and see where it takes me, you know, YOLO. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> my, a- my wrestling, my wrestling, though, like I would say the
0: wrestling is all right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, I, you know,
1: I might. I'm automatically like, like, back with your fan.
0: Hey, I don't know. So, you know, I, I might just dabble. I've been dabbling a little bit. And I don't know if MMA is in the future. I think I could do it if I really wanted to. Um, but, you know, I, I think I'm definitely going to go pro for sure.
1: Um, That's awesome.
0: MMA, I'm not sure. Yeah, MMA, I'm not sure, man. My passion is in the kickboxing and the stand-up and the punching in the face and stuff. But, you know, <laughs> you never know,
1: man. You never know. All right, so what I want, what I would love to do I think it would be so cool if we can have a series you have a fight in november is that correct yes we're we're gonna find we're gonna find that information i'm gonna post it in the show notes but I would like to follow your journey some more. I would like to get you regularly involved inside of Enter the Last Dragon in some capacity. Because I think your story is amazing. Uh, yeah. People need the opportunity to peel back the layers of you. And I think it would be great if you would, wouldn't would mind sharing more of your story. You're an inspiration from people like me back home. And I know you're an inspiration to other women who want to be in a sport and kick butt. Who look beautiful yeah. like you, who kick butt too, right? So. Yeah. Um, How can my followers follow you? Where do they follow you at? IG, Facebook, all the above
0: Yeah, so I'm on Facebook I don't have too much of a presence Honestly, I like to keep that towards home Like, you know, all my St. Louis folks I really like to stay connected on Facebook and family But I'm on Instagram uh, Desilu underscore Limon So that's D-E-S-I-L-U underscore L-I-M-O-N and uh, you can follow me, you can follow my gym, a lot of other inspirational people out there that, you know, you can get some good stuff from. And uh, yeah, I have a pretty good presence there. So yeah. if you any questions, anything, holla at me.
1: The information will be in the show notes. I'll have all that. Desi Cray is in the building. Welcome hey, to hey. the end of the last dragon. Thank hey. you so much for, for joining yeah. us. And we're going to do part two after yeah. this fight. We're going to get sure. it going and we're going to keep this going. All right. That bell home. right that's right you will thanks. i got faith in you hey thanks for coming on enter the last dragon signing out